Welcome, fellow human, to the Disorganized Productions Podcast. The show that fuels your spirit, ignites your potential, and helps you become the best version of yourself. I'm your host, Rob, and each episode will embark you on a journey to unlock the power within you, tap into your limitless potential, and conquer life's challenges. So there we are. How are you doing, Tyler? Good. Actually, um, I just finished doing some Wim Hof breathing, which I thought you might know a thing or two about. Yes, I do. I do. I. Uh, he's he's a Dutch guy, right? So. Yeah, yeah. I I know that when he came out, um, it's like fifteen or twenty years ago. I think he was on a on a program, television program, and uh, everything. Well, everybody said just like, what's this kind of lunatic? You know, he had a crazy right. story. Yeah. Uh, um, I think he lost his wife and, uh, yeah, quite some tragic, tragical stuff. And then one day he walked uh, in the Netherlands down, uh, down a pond, which was f- uh, frozen. And he just wanted to end his life, basically. Oh, I never heard this part of it. No, no, probably you don't. Yeah. yeah. No, I didn't. And when he uh, jumped into the water, he noticed this 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 kind of silence that he needed. Yeah. Um, so he was struggling with some uh, some real bad stuff, you know. And uh, yeah. he he noticed that. Wait a minute, I can stay alive somehow. And he found his uh, inner peace in this cold water. So I think that was basically when the when the story of Wim Hof uh, started. And he developed that uh, more and more with breathing and with exercises. Right. And I know that he had uh, one day he was um, asked by the uh, university or, or a, a hospital here in the, in the Netherlands in Nijmegen to do a test, or I think it was Rotterdam in Eurasmus. And uh, he said basically, okay, uh, give me 10 people, I will introduce. Uh, or introduce them to my method and probably we can if there's a virus in our body we can only with breathing and with 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 mental health we can put that disease out so what they did is they, they put it up uh, to 20 people 10 that were guided by Wim Hof with the breathing yeah. exercises and stuff like that and they uh, they put some um, some virus in them and with one I think with with Within one day, everybody walked out, and the others, the other ten that were uh, basically sick, and stayed sick. They had to be, uh, they needed treatment. <laughs> yeah, unbelievable. So, so um, yeah. Please, please introduce yourself to the audience. Let, let, let me let me let me just uh, introduce you to sure. my audience, and then you uh, you will have the time to introduce yourself, Tyler. Um, well, listeners. Welcome to another episode of Disorganized Productions. Today we have a special guest, uh, the fittest flat earther alive. This is Mr. Tyler Hansen. Thank you for that kind introduction. Um, You know, and I tell people that 
I, I created that name kind of as a joke, you know, before becoming a truther, I was, you know, pretty focused on uh, coaching, physical fitness. I was a big advocate of physical fitness myself, and I still am by far. But when I first kind of fell into the truther world, um, my training kind of got pushed to the side, you know, because especially with things like flat earth, I was just like, all I cared about was finding truth and really figuring out what this place I live in was. So the training got pushed to the side. So I, I created that name as a little bit of an accountability. So, you know, if I have that name, I can't go around claiming to be the fittest flat earther and be a fat slob. <laughs> so it, it keeps me on top of my training game. And, um, you know, I, kind of part of it was too, hoping that some really, really, really fit person would be like, Hey, I'm, I'm the fittest flat earther or the CrossFit world would would kind of find out some flat earth truth and, and knock me, knock me off of it. So it was kind of, kind of a joke, but also kind of, kind of an accountability name for myself. Wow. And you are really fit. I saw your videos on Instagram and, uh, you, you do well, explain to the people what you, what, what you all do because you do weightlifting and handstands. I saw you, uh, on a swimming pool doing a handstand and stuff like that. But yeah, so yeah, um, I, I do CrossFit. I compete in CrossFit. Um, it's a it's a sport that combines really trying to have a well-rounded fitness in all realms. So you you need to be, and the way it's best described is, you need to be a combination of a gymnast, um, an aerobic exerciser like a triathlon, but also a weightlifter. So you. You got to kind of find that intersection of all three of those, because if you get too good at one, if you're too good at weightlifting, then your cardio is going to suffer. If you get too good at gymnastics or cardio, then your weightlifting is going to suffer. So you got to find that like middle ground of being good at all of them, mm. because in the CrossFit, there's something called the CrossFit Games. And when you compete in that, the test is to find the fittest in the world and they have different age levels. But they test you, they can throw any type of competition at you, anything that involves any sort of physical fitness. And you don't know what it is ahead of time. So you just, you need to be ready for anything. So it's really fun to train for because you're, it's almost like uh, being a truther. You're never bored because there's always something, really something you could be working on. Okay, cool. And yeah. uh, it, it involves, I, I think I saw something uh, uh, with the competition. It, it's just like 150 push-ups. Uh, 200 sit-ups, uh, running like five kilometers with some weight on your chest. Yep. Uh, it's, it's immense. <laughs> yeah. That, that workout is specifically, I think the one you're talking about is called Murph and it was named after, um, a guy named, I think it's Michael Murphy. He was a Marine that was killed. So a lot of times they name the workouts after, um, people in the military that have lost their lives or people, police officers that have lost their lives and that one's intense. It's with a weighted vest of 20 pounds. You have to run a mile and then, and it's for time. So you're trying to do it as fast as you can run a mile, um, a hundred pull-ups, 200 push-ups, and then 300 air squats, and then finish it with another mile. So it's, it's one I do every Memorial day because they call it Memorial day Murph. Wow. So, so yeah. also known, uh, by the gentleman, David Goblet Gogglings, I think it is. Yep. Yep. He's a badass man, uh, big time. <laughs> uh, and especially when you look to his story, he he, he was uh, quite a, a a fat fat guy, and he wanted to yeah. join the uh, I think the army, and um, 
they they, they just debunk them just all the time, just like you, you're not going to do that. This is something that's not for you. And he proved everyone wrong. Yeah, and, he's a major badass. I think he lost a hundred pounds in like a year or two, and then now just like he was, I think there was a point where he was running a marathon every day. <laughs> Beast yeah. mode. Yeah, for sure. Wow, wow. And uh, um, Tyler, how, how long are you in this? Uh, let, let's say in the, in the critical thinking that think, critical thinking community that that you opened your eyes and thought, wait a minute, something that they try to tell us is is absolutely wrong. I got to figure some some things out for myself. I would say there were kind of two phases of it. I think um, probably. You know, I can never put my exact finger on it, but maybe 10 or 15 years ago, I really dove down the rabbit hole with 9-11, as a lot of people do, I think. And, you know, that gave me a major distrust for the government. And at the same time, kind of, as I mentioned, I was into health and nutrition. So I really was seeing the kind of misinformation and bad information about the health and fitness world with... um you know, like vaccines and just different tips they would give you for nutrition. So that stuff was like my first awakening, but that didn't really lead to a larger awakening until this past year, really. It was probably in May or June where I started going down. I, to be honest, it was, I was going down two rabbit holes and um, one was I was trying to prove aliens existed. And then the other was I was looking into near death experiences and it kind of just led me to figure out this world wasn't at all what I thought it was. And, you know, I, to myself, I proved that aliens weren't real and that near death experiences were, and I, you know, I going in, I thought it might be the opposite. So, mm. uh, I, I've had a very different, or I have a very different view of the world now than I did a year ago. So, um, it's been a wild ride. It's been a lot of fun, but a, a lot of heartache too. I've, you know, I've lost a lot of friends as people do. My, um, I've had a lot of hard times with my family and even my wife, but those are going in better directions now. Um, especially with my wife, we're, we're good now. Um, mm, good. So yeah, it, it's been a wild ride for a year for sure. Yeah. Because what I always say is, uh, you feel like kind of, uh, all of a sudden you're, uh, see some things or you you note some things that aren't real and you dig into that stuff because you got some some uh, some critical thinking and then all of a sudden there is this isolation because you can't talk about normal things anymore because you got something like oh man i got something to say this really yeah. blows your mind and yeah. then you tell that and then probably they say oh my god you you're ready for the loony bin right <laughs> you're ready to get uh institutionalized because what the hell are you telling now? And yeah. uh, you're going to be very uh, careful about to whom you saying what, because you know that there's uh, this thing going on. What was that uh, for you on your perspective when you waked up and you saw the world in a different kind of view? How was it, did you say? Uh, yeah, how, 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 how was it for, for your perspective when you woke up uh, and as you said, it's it it was uh, uh, you lost some friends because of this uh, uh, things that that you're uh, involved with and that you saw uh, opened your eyes. And 
how is it to deal with that when you have this open view in this world right now? Yeah, well, you know, I you said you got to be careful of who you talk to about it and who you tell, and I wasn't. I told, you know, I was like, everybody listen, and uh, it didn't go well. You know, I, <laughs> and, uh, I explained it as I, you know, I fire hosed everybody. I was just blasting them with it, and, you know, people don't want to be told that they don't know you know, the way they see things or that the way they see things is wrong. And I had experienced, you know, I've got, um, I had a really good close friend or friend group from like third grade through middle school, through high school, through college. And even after, like we had a, I had a tight knit group of like 10 guy friends and, you know, there's never a time where throughout the, all the years I thought I would tell them something and they just wouldn't believe me. And, it, you know, you try to tell these people things and, one, they don't believe you. Two, they think you're crazy. And then if you don't stop talking about it, they distance themselves from you. So I had a, a lot of that. I had, um, you know, my family didn't distance themselves from me. But, um, for example, you know, I'm like a year into this. And my mom my mom called me yesterday because I had I had um, a, a very kind woman contact me. She is a professor in Canada. And she loves my videos and she contacted me. She's like, Hey, I've got this group. She's got this organization where she, um, she gets people to donate breast milk. So they, that people, like if there are two gay fathers that don't have the ability, they can have donated breast milk. So their child can, um, have breast milk. Cause you know, the nutrients in that are so important. Anyway, she contacted me and she's like, I love your videos. I've got a big face group following can you put your videos on Facebook? And I was like, yeah, of course. Like it's an easy step and click. So I spent five minutes yesterday putting like 15 of my videos on Facebook and my mom sees this and calls me and is like worried thinking I've gone off the deep end and I'm just spending the whole day posting these. And she's telling me how she's worried I'm going to be arrested. I'm like arrested for what? Just speaking the truth. So like my family is so far removed from understanding anything that I'm talking about is anything but crazy mm -hmm. that it makes it really tough. You know, I'm, I'm still fighting that battle with them, unfortunately. And, um, as you know, like when, when you care about people and you, you want them to understand that they're being deceived and lied to, like, I just want to tell them. And for me to not want to tell them it, it's almost like I have to either decide to keep pushing, which is going to push them away or like care a little less. Like to me, it's, there's a hard, it's like hard to decide what to do. There's not a good middle ground. And that's for me. I don't, know if other people experience that but it's like i need to care less or i need to keep trying and unfortunately, hmm. neither of those work <laughs> yeah it's, we call it uh it's a little bit of slippery ice right you oh yeah it's, it's something that uh you, you can balance off but you can also you know just on some part of the ice you, the, the ice breaks and you you will probably have a really hard time and uh well as you pointed out just like facebook and stuff like that the thing is that I see for the last couple of uh, three, four years is that it's it's exploding on TikTok and Instagram. More people are coming out and and saying, okay, maybe this is not the the the, the whole truth, but definitely we are deceived about what what we're living in, where we're living in, and what's going on. And especially now, it's now the thirteenth of January. Um, we saw some aliens already. I don't know if it's true, but you know the, the news is bringing it, so and the, there's something. Uh, yeah, 
you, you can uh, uh, stage 100 uh, police cars, well, just like that, if you if you want to uh, to put uh, people with something up. Uh, we saw, of course, the Epstein files that have been coming out. So there, there's a lot of going on. And um, especially as as, uh, as you mentioned, if you go to to some groups, uh, there are more and more people that connect to the, together to say, okay, wait a minute, we know there's something going on. We have to dig into some stuff. And of course, there's some people that uh, just re- um, just um, relate to you on the same topics, on the same mindset. And I've been I've been written down some of the topics that you mentioned on your videos. And uh, man, we, we're going to have a great conversation already because there are so many things we can dig into. And um, well, um, I I saw this video from uh, from you about the snow. So it was snowing like hell, just like a few centimeters of snow. And then you tried to burn it. Yeah. And it didn't burn. Right. It It's something like, oh my God. I mean, that... You have a real a blowtorch, not like just like a lighter or something like that, just like a blowtorch. And the 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 greatest connection that you made there, the connecting the dots, is like harp. Did this? I don't know what's uh, it's a chemical. Um, it's not natural. Let, let's say that. Right. What do you think about that? Because um, yeah, that's one of the topics I want to deep dive in with you because we know that the weather is going crazy right now. It was snowing where you live. Um, is it normal that it snows where you live? Um, this is a pretty, like, we've got almost two feet out there right now. And that that happens, like, once every 10 years around here. But, you know, I'm, I'm pretty close to Chicago. So Chicago gets snow. It's totally normal. But it's, um, you know, what I found to be, you know, in that post you're talking about, I posted how there's snow, a lot of snow coming, potentially, you know, like, I don't know if people are really going to be snowed in from a foot or two, but it's going to make people in their homes. And then we've got some really cold weather, frigid weather coming, um, you know, so the snow, then the freezing cold weather. And if, if um, in that post, you know, if there's been a lot of talk, you know, in the truth or community about a potential purposeful blackout or internet blackout or electrical blackout. So, you know, I didn't want to, I wanted to talk about it on a level of just, people being aware, people having consciousness of it, but I didn't want to like, I don't want to scare people into going out and getting all this firewood and supplies, but it's just something to be aware of because it's been talked about a lot. And it looked like to me, it was lining up where if they were going to black some people out and want some people, you know, potentially freezing to death, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's, it lines up pretty well. And I, I do think my wife and I were talking about this yesterday because she sometimes, She's not a truther, but she's good at listening to a lot of the stuff I say. And, you know, she couldn't wrap her head around how I thought the weather was controlled. And, you know, she's like, well, I believe God creates the weather. And and I was like, oh, like, I think, you know, we're living in a, a system here. You know, it's like living in a greenhouse. There's natural weather that occurs. I believe that. Like, there's for sure natural weather. But I do believe that our governments can manipulate, control, can... You know, in that video I posted, they even in the news they're talking about how they can strike clouds with lasers to mm-hmm. make them make it per- precipitate. So, um, yeah, I, I was just talking about it, and 
I saw a buddy of mine on on TikTok sh- showed me the snow that just wouldn't melt, and his was even lighting it on fire. Like his was hey, yeah, turning black, too, yeah, black and lighting on fire. And mine didn't do that, but it just wasn't wasn't dripping. And I was like, "Is this normal?" And I, you know, I should have put this in the video too, but I did an experiment where I tried to create a snowball and put it in the freezer that wasn't the outdoor snow. And I took the same blowtorch, and it was just melting drips 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 water i mean out- <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> that outdoor snow was just not one drip and my wife's like well it's just evaporating i was like i was like there's evaporation and then there's burning off and that's what was happening because it shouldn't be the evaporation from the outdoor snow shouldn't be different from the indoor snow mm. and it was evaporation and melting happening crazy and i know that they uh I think one of the first, uh, well, probably not one of the first, but I know that for our Olympics or a football game somewhere, if it was China or Abu Dhabi or something like that, they uh, they control the weather. Just like, okay, when we have this game going on, there shouldn't be bad weather or something like that. So they manipulated already. So they yeah. have this, uh, and if you dig into that, like harp, it's uh, of harp, it's, uh, well, it's frightening. And I live in the Netherlands, so it's it's lowlands, and it's normal to to have rain and to have uh, se- severe cold, but not like Alaska or Canada, something like that. But we know how to deal with cold, and there's winters. But yeah. it was raining like three weeks almost constantly, so a lot of fields and stuff like that were just flooded. And then all of a sudden, uh, within two or three days, there was a, a minus. Two minus three. Uh, we had one time minus eight degrees. You we could ice skate something like that. Yeah, and um, it's not normal. You, you you can see when a child is is uh, um, uh, what's it called? Um, when a child is not happy, you see that when when he comes down from school, you see when your partner isn't happy, and somehow you can also see on nature. Hey, wait a minute, something is going on. Just like if you listen to the birds right now. They don't make any sound because it's winter, you know. They 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 uh, they come out in the spring. They 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 tweet and they 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 have their uh, uh, the pairing eggs, so they can have eggs in May and stuff like that. It's, it's a nature of 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 uh, uh, of life or the cycle of life, better said. And you right. can see um, in different countries that something is going on. Just like I think it was last year that it was uh, snowing in a desert. I mean, th- that's not normal, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, all you have to do is look at the, you know, all the chemtrails and, you know, they're trying to normalize it so much. You can, I I saw something the other day where they've even gone back and put chemtrails in old Disney movies. So if you're watching like, you know, Aladdin or The Little Mermaid, they have chemtrails in those movies now to make it normalized. It's, it's crazy. Yes, exactly. It's crazy. Oh my God. God. And th- that's also one thing, you know, the Mandela effect that they talk about yeah. sometimes. Yeah. They, they there's something that uh, I call they they harvest some consciousness. They they spread some things out that you can't believe what you see on TV or in a movie or stuff like that. Just like people talking about it. Of course, have you seen this movie? And, yeah. Uh, about this scene that that's really you know crazy and stuff like that. But because we're talking about, I think that there's some collective consciousness that's been spread out in the ether and somehow i think that these entities or whatever it is 
harvest of them and has something okay they're they're talking about so now we can put this shit up because it's already been known yeah for sure i'm actually reading a really good book right now um it's called i won't be able to remember the author but it's called power versus force and it it's literally talking about how we all share a collective consciousness and not only can not only does that exist but you can tap into it for answers and it's the guy, you know, it's not like woo-woo stuff. This guy has done, spent years, like dozens of dozens of years testing it where, I don't know if you've ever seen, but like there, there's a test where, you know, they'll tell you to hold something or think of something and then try to push your arm down. And it's like, at sometimes that arm won't move and others it will. And it's something, and I'm, I'm only halfway through, but it's literally a, um, it's called like mental kinesiology or it ties in. Um, like physical and the mental and it and they've tested it over and over again that you can literally tap into that collective consciousness and get answers to yes or no questions and it's i haven't i haven't gotten far enough where i'm able to tap into that yet but it's it's, it's really interesting and backed by experiments and science and data so it's not just people having these theories it's really cool it's power versus force basically the subs when when you see the four the four elements, they they used to be five. You know, you got uh, air, fire, earth, and water. But there's a fifth element, and that's ether. Right. And um, w- when I refer to what my perspective of, of God is, is God is that, that created everything, uh, has always been there and always will be. And I think it's in Genesis that it says, uh, and the spirit of God was uh, down, in the, down at the... Uh, the uh, the waters below. So the spirit of God, everything that connects to everything is ether. Yeah. Right? So for me, that makes completely sense if you can connect to that just like the ethernet, they got it already. I mean, that's data from from all around the world where you can connect in. Then you probably can uh, download the information that you need because it's the, the consciousness that there is. Yeah. Fascinating. It is this, um, this guy, I did a post on, this was several months ago. I did a post on the, the big craters that are found all over the world. And you know, they say they're asteroids that hit or comets that hit. Um, but I did a post tying it into how it could be, have to do with the fallen angels that came down. And this guy reached out to me and he said, you know, he said he had read this book and he tapped into it and he's like, I asked the universe or the collective consciousness, if you were right about this. And he's like, I tested it over and over again. And he's like, you're right. I was like, at first I was, you know, skeptical. This guy reaches out to me out of nowhere, but we started talking and having conversations and became buddies. And it was like, you know, he's like, you got to read this book and just reading it. The more you read it, the more you realize it's a real phenomenon. And it's not just, you know, make-believe it. It's really cool. Mm. And it's really funny to say, well, not funny. It's uh I'm a little bit scared about what the future will bring in. Uh, what you mentioned, like blackouts, that that could be also a internet blackout, you know, because we've been digging into some data, like, well, 20 years now, we, we can find everything. Uh, before the internet, you have to go to uh, somebody who has authority on some, some level, you know, a doctor, a mayor, a policeman and stuff like that to get some so real knowledge, and they 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 would say, "Oh no, you're you're not good enough. You have to do this and this. Great before you get some other knowledge." 
And nowadays we can, well, if, if I got a question about whatever, I go to, well, let's say Google, especially a few years ago, so you yeah. can find the answer. But I think with, uh, with that said, they had a big problem with people that have been waking up and digged into some stuff and used really their minds, not only like the, the two or the five percent that they say, but use like 10 percent. Okay, what is this about, you know? And uh, you can find some topics about it. You can find interesting um, um, articles and stuff like that. So basically, you don't need a PhD to dig into some really uh, uh, interesting stuff that, that normally you would need on, on, a, on a PhD or a university. Yeah, and, you know, it's funny you mentioned that because I, my, you know, when I came into the truth, one of the things I really figured out is how controlled Google and the internet was. So, you know, I used to think if I wanted to researching research something, I would just type it out and like, here's some answers. And these people kind of like you were saying, like, I trust that if it's a trusted site that people have done the research and there wasn't a narrative they were trying to push. And when I realized that even the internet was just totally controlled and full of lies, I was like, well, where, like, how am I going to find answers? And, you know, I navigated it and figured out, you know, through tests and research and asking people who I trust and, you know, just like figuring it out that you can still figure out truth. But at first I was like, everything's a lie. I can't even like use the internet because it's lying to me, especially with like flat, you know, things like flat earth and uh, the, uh, the jabs, mm. you know, there's a specific narrative that they put at the top of all the search engines and it's not the truth. <laughs> it's unbelievable. And, and yeah. we're, um, I think that normal people are, um, well, <laughs> you explain normal, of course, but yeah. Uh, um, people are capable enough to think what's good and what's bad and what's their own truth. As I would say, what did, you know, what, what relates to you to the most plausible truth, if that's your, well, belief is, is, is another thing, but if that's what you think, then that's okay. You know, you can have a dialogue, you can have a conversation about that, and you do not have to agree with someone. But if you take some specific information out, I got a problem with that because uh, then I know it's just like that. Uh, your parents said in the early days, "Don't do that." Oh, that's interesting. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> you know, or yeah. don't don't open that door. You can go to any door, but not that door. Okay, what's behind that door? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and it's funny though because um, if if you if you have children, first of all, you want to let them walk, right? So, and when they walk, they have to sit still. Then you learn them to talk. And when you eventually talk, they have to shut up. Yep. And the first thing that you say when they are a little bit more conscious and they talk and they walk is don't lie to anyone and especially not to your parents. And the first five to six, seven years, we, we, we have all these things that go on like Eastern and Christmas, you know, Santa Claus and stuff like that. And it's putting up the lie, but the children shouldn't lie. That's crazy, man. Yeah. And man, the way you just connected all those two, that I've, you know, I've thought about it, all of those individually, but just like hearing the way you put that, that's amazing. And it's so true. It's like, you know, do as I say, not as I do, for sure. Mm. <laughs> mm. What's the same thing? Okay. You, you, you got now, 
the ability to have a mobile phone, you can connect to the whole world, you have all the information that you want to dig into, but, but now is the time to, uh, no, don't do that. What the hell? But it doesn't make any sense. But I think that they are quite stupid and, and play the cards, especially with, uh, you know, with, with that one. Yeah. Um, and of course, like like 9-11, that, that was something that, um, well, 9-11 was one of the things that I thought on uh, uh, saw on TV where I just was saying just like, that can't be true because a construction like that all over the world has been built that it can't collapse with anything. If there's fire, heat, explosions or whatever going on, it can't collapse. That was the first thing that I thought, this is a big scam. But then when they uh, were searching for someone, uh, Osama Bin Laden in this case, it took so much time. But when we spread some really difficult stuff that they uh, uh, don't want to, they can track us down within like one hour. You know, where's the where's the signal? Where's the ping? Where's this? This is the uh, uh, the area, and now we have to pin down. We're gonna, you know, they can pin you down within one one hour. But yep. then when I really just had something like, oh my God, you, I can't believe this. They found this guy and they gave him a C, uh, what's it called? Um, um, they buried him in on the sea. Yeah. A sea funeral. Yeah. Yeah. A Viking I mean, funeral. <laughs> if you go to Afghanistan, how far is that from the sea? Well, what's the relation between Osama Bin Laden and the sea? Is he a pirate or something like that? Who could imagine, okay, you can give him a funeral on sea, but yeah. it doesn't make any sense to me. No, not at all. And then, then like when you see the pictures of his corpse, supposedly his corpse, and you can match that up to like exact photos in the past, just manipulated. You know, it's there was there was so much to same. You know, same with me. There was so much that didn't make sense. That all you had to do was look. And I was, you know, I've told family members this who can't even wrap their heads around the fact that the narrative that we were told on the news isn't the truth about nine eleven. And it's like. You haven't looked. If you just look, mm. it's not it's not something that's hard to see. If you just look, you'll see, you know, there's another tower that went down that they didn't tell you about the news. There's the fact that Donald Rumsfeld talked about $3 trillion being missing the day before 9-11 and that the hole in the Pentagon is like this and there's no... Well, yeah, yeah, they were searching for so much. They were searching for uh, airplane parts and they looked down the ground. Well... If a chestnut flews into a building, there are two wheels that are bigger. Well, they're quite big. You know, it's not like a car wheel. You're not going to search for scrap on the ground when a, when a plane hits a building. <laughs> that makes no sense at all. Yeah. But, but that's, that's the funny thing. Talking about the news and about the narrative they try to uh, give you, um, you already had something like, oh, man, I, you know, you got that point that, Everything that they tell you, you're going to question about with your own um, uh, conscious mind. Just like is what you know something like I I, I question this. Um, do you still look, look at the news or do you have a television? Um, I really don't. You know, I and I sh I shouldn't say that. I will look at online at like the Yahoo headlines, and not honestly. The only reason I look for them is to see what. BS they're putting out there today. And usually 
Um, you know, what I'm doing is looking to see how many little dog images they've put in their lies of the news. And, um, you know, I, I'm sure you've seen some of my things with how they hide dogs and everything to, yeah, if it's kind of their, um, their poker tell, you know, if anyone's ever seen the movie, um, rounders with Teddy KGB, and I don't know if you'll be familiar with this, but he's, he's a guy, a poker player. And if he is lying and bluffing in his hand, he eats an Oreo a certain way. And to oh. me, to me, that's what the dogs are. It's their, their poker tell is, Hey, we're lying about this and we're going to hide little dog images scattered out through everything. And it's not just the news and the media, it's NASA. And, you know, I find them everywhere. And then, you know, a lot of people at first, when I was first talking about this, it was like, you're just seeing dogs, you know, like my brother is like a dog could easily be like two dots and a third dot. And I'm like, mm -hmm. okay, so go, go find these dogs in something, you know, is a real video. And you know, like you can't find them. And then I go to a NASA video and I look in their smoke or look in their rocket and they're just little, they hide little tiny dog faces everywhere. And I, um, you know, I, I think, I don't think I'm special. You know, I think we're all special, but I don't think I'm any more special than someone, but I think that God wanted me to figure that out. And, you know, it, it happened. I figured it out at a time when I was seeking truth. And I really, a big part of the reason I was seeking truth, it might sound silly, but, um, I'm a dog dad. I, I had four dogs a year ago. I'm not, I don't have children. And my, one of my dogs was kind of on his last leg. And I was just feeling really sad. And, you know, I think that is part of what sent me down the near death experience rabbit hole. Mm -hmm. Just wanted to know my baby was like potentially had a spirit and was going to live on. But, you know, at that time, I'm obviously thinking about dogs a lot. And I, I think I was divinely inspired to see dogs in the stars. I saw them in the stars before anything else. And, um, people would be like, well, of course you're seeing dogs and things and your dog is dying. And I'm like, well, I actually think it's quite the opposite. I think my dog dying allowed me to see the dogs that are there, mm. not seeing the dogs that aren't there, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I, I listened to your episode on uh, George Hobbs. Shout out yeah. to George Hobbs from the Flat Earth yeah. Files. It brought me uh, much George closer to the truth and, and a lot of great conversation with great people just like you, Tyler. And you mentioned that, and, and, and first of all, I just thought, oh my God, you know, what kind of stuff is he smoking? I want some of that, you know, <laughs> first of all. And I'm not getting a lot online, for sure. And then you, uh, and then you, uh, uh, you dig down into it and, and you explained it. Then you, uh, you were on the Firmamental with uh, my guys, Raul and, uh, and Alex. Uh, well, shout out for these guys, too. Yeah, and um, I was looking at some uh, some videos at, uh, from you at the uh, at Instagram, and then you pointed out these these dogs, and then it all it all clicked with me, just like, oh my god, I see dogs, and it is really fascinating, just like you said on the podcast, dogs and God. It's I mean, there's some connection, right? You yeah. also have the dog star. I think that yep. isn't that Polaris? Uh serious. 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 Yeah. Yep. So and there is a, there is a connection and divine connection with dogs and stuff like that. And yep. uh, of course, when I say to you, um, Red Bull, you, you got something in your consciousness of Red Bull. And w when you take a walk, you probably see one or two, maybe three Red Bulls that you didn't saw before. 
But the thing is, <laughs> I wasn't thinking about dogs. And anyway, I was looking at your videos and just like, holy cow. And it's not just like, oh, this looks like a dog. No, you can specifically tell what kind of dog it is. Yeah, some of them for sure. You know, some are more obvious than others. Um, you know, like there's one that looks, one of the ones that I think is the clearest looks just like a fox. And I don't know what that dog would be, what breed of dog that would be that has that same coloring as a fox. But I mean, it's clear as day to me. It's not, you know, I, you don't have to cross your eyes weird. You don't have to look at it strange. It is like, yeah, that looks exactly like a fox. And why is that in a star that is supposedly, you know, 25 trillion miles away? I, it doesn't make you know? sense. <laughs> that's not a thing, right? <laughs> yeah, right. I'm like, it, it, you know, like there was definitely a point of time where I'm like, am I losing it? Am I seeing things that aren't there? Like I had to question myself, you know, because people are like, well, you're seeing dogs because your dog's dying. And I was like, is that is that actually happening? But then. I just kept verifying it over and over and over again. And I'm like, no, like this is, this is for real. And I think I'm the only person in the world that has ever figured this out. And I only can say I figured it out because God turned my head a certain way at a certain time to look at a star at a certain time. And it just happened to be Cirrus, the dog star. I mean, it, it aligned so crazily to me that I can only say God wanted me to know this, maybe to, you know, get it out to the world. Mm. And it's really cool that when you see that, uh, of course, George Hobbs had the, the fact harder b before he had the flat earth files, but he has the flat earth files like now, like a year or something like that. It's not that long. Right. And uh, Raul started podcasting for like six months ago. I started podcasting like two months ago. Uh, Derek Stitt is going, going to be on there. You are telling uh, your perspective of your truth and your journey on, on Instagram and Facebook nowadays, and you are uh, a guest on podcasts. So I think, uh, especially just like what you said, God turns your head in some, some way. And when you do the things that, um, that, that are interesting, you can talk about it, you can investigate about it um, for hours. It's not like a nine to five job that you think, okay, to tomorrow I'm going to do this, you know, stuff like that, because it's, it's boring. And yeah. somehow it brings us closer to the people where you can really have a conversation with, because you have the same mindset of, of, about based things, but it also connects really deep directly. Yeah. And it's something maybe you can relate to that. Um, I have some friends that I'm, I really love my friends, but somehow I met people in the last half year that connected to me closer because I know that there are some topics that I do not have to disagree with or agree with because they already have been there. Yeah. And it's really strange, you know, because I, I know people for 20, 30 years and I really love them to death, but somehow I feel so disconnected from what what their lives about and what my life's about one thousand percent times a thousand you know i i um my wife and i were talking about that yesterday just about you know how these people in my life these lifelong friends i have you know it's uh it's hard because they just want me to talk about what they care about which is to me just not as important of stuff anymore it's you know, like I was a big football fan and like fantasy football and just really into sports. And I still will watch like the home team, the Chicago Bears. And 
I'll still watch football, but like my day isn't made or break if they, or if they lose. And, you know, like I don't need to spend an hour talking about it. I want to talk about the really important things mm-hmm. that in opinion are really important. Like heck that, you know, we're being poisoned from every direction. And then <laughs> yeah. the fact that everyone's lying to us about the place we live in and the fact that they're lying about God and, you know, like that stuff is just so much more important and interesting to me that it's hard to get back to that, like, you know, on un- not unimportant, but like, um, everyday life topics, you know? Hmm. It's like, it's like if you do, uh, a karate and you have some friends that you do karate with and, um, you spend your holidays in doing karate and you're on the black belt and your friends are still on the yellow belt and they want to, they want to you know, let's have a brawl. Wow. I don't think that makes any sense. You know what I mean? Because yeah. you just leveled up in some way and it's not, it's, the, the hardest part I think is that they, uh, they talk about uh, play and bread, right? Give the, give them play and bread and, and they will sh- shut up. Mm-hmm. I was never a, person that shut up. I think I'm I'm an Einzelgänger, uh, especially because of my uh, my zodiac sign, I'm Aquarius. That made me quite um, um, feeling if I'm alone, I'm I love that, you know, I can I can handle silence and stuff like that. But I always was a deep thinker. So uh, I, I always felt that I wasn't fitting in the group or in the class because I was thinking about so many different things, you know. And I liked history, but when I was in class and they told me, yeah, well, what happened in 1482? Just like, first of all, who gives a shit? Second <laughs> of all, what does it have to do with with now, you know, with, with where we are, the timing where we are now? And who's been written this history? So only the winners write the history. So, you know, it, it didn't make any sense to me, but I loved to look on Discovery Channel and stuff like that, you know, like uh, ancient history and stuff like that. I, I really love that. Yeah. What they did is like 10, 50 years ago, when they brought that on television, I had something like, okay, I'm I'm, I'm ready for this. Let, let, bring it on. And I, I was connecting the dots for myself, listening to Joe Rogan with uh, Graham Hancock and... Uh, that that kind of stuff, you know. Oh wow! Oh, there's a connection there. There's a connection there. Mm, interesting. Yeah. And, and and then I digged into some um, esoteric stuff, uh, topics, topics and stuff like that. And then all of a sudden, there it was flat Earth, and I'm just like, hmm, I don't, I don't know about that, man. I, it could be. Let, let's 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 dig into one video and. The funny thing is, it was like almost 10 years ago, I had that in the back of my head, just like, okay, that, that, that could be something, but I didn't give any more attention to it and stuff like that until uh, more things came up, just like like you said, like the vaccine and stuff like that, it opened up more of my eyes. Yeah. And, um, and somehow on TikTok or on Instagram, there came some poses like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Give me more about that. And then I digged into, uh, uh, it was on Spotify, just like Flat Earth. I wanted to know more about it, just like I did with uh, Santos Bonacci. Shout out to that one. I love this guy. 
We love to have him on our podcast because of knowledge and this wisdom that he has about uh, all the stuff he talks about. Yeah, um, such a such a smart guy. Oh wow! And he's connecting the dots in a way that it, that it feels uh, so right. Okay, we got this and we got that. But when you combine it together, he translated in a in a in a language so you can understand. Because of course, it's it's a lot that you can uh, wrap your head around, right? But yeah. he's, he, he, it makes completely sense when he tells you that. So, um, Tyler, I want to talk to you about rock and roll music. Y y I think you're, uh, that was also one of your posts. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, uh, I wasn't that kind of fan of Motley Crue, but of course I know Motley Crue. Yeah. And, uh, I saw something like it, it, it's, it's also 10, 50 years ago. It was a doc documentary about rock and roll music, like hard rock and stuff like that. And then I opened my eyes, just like, oh my God, I'm looking to half-naked guys with long hair and lipstick. That was one of the things that I just like, oh, oh, wait a minute. So, so you know, and then you came up with this video about Muddy Crew, and uh, I, I want you to talk about that or about your experience in music and how it opened your eyes and how you listen to that music now. Because you was making a, a video about Murder Crew and about the text that they sing related to the devil. Yep. And of course, I love Iron Maiden, Black Sabbath, Led Zeppelin, all that stuff. And yes, it opened my eyes also. But I want to know your point of view about how you look to that music and how right was your mom <laughs> yeah so i mean as a kid i wanted to you know i was in the 80s into 90s i was born in 1980 so I, I didn't really get into music until the 90s um and i just you know i had older friends and they were all they were listening to all the rock and roll the metallica acdc motley Crue, even like the 70s stuff like led zeppelin and you know, my mom would let me have certain things and and others she wouldn't. And I, you know, I, you know, something like Motley Crue and like, I think either the album title or whatever was Shout at the Devil and she wouldn't let me have these. And I'm like, well, I don't understand why, mom. And she's like, they're devil or Satan worshipers or devil worshipers. I was like, no, no, no. Like, you know, that's just like their MO. They think it's cool. It's just like, they'll look like badasses and things like that. I'm like, they don't actually. And she's like, uh, you know, I'm I'm not going to let you have it. Sorry. So, you know, like maybe I had a Motley Crue album, but it wasn't one that was specifically titled Shout at the Devil. And, um, you know, fast forward 30 years and I go through this awakening process and I, I'm, you know, I listen to music, especially rock. Now I, I'm just, I, I never used to be a person that really paid attention to lyrics. I, it was just Music was on in the background if I was working out or driving in the car, but I was never a lyrics guy. And now I am like, that's all I do. I'm just listening to the lyrics. So I'm listening to Motley Crue in the weight room at my school. And I just all of a sudden hear things about fallen angels and worshiping the God that's not in heaven. And I'm like, whoa, 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 let's check this out. And, you know, I'm already in the, of the belief and the knowledge that the music industry is satanic and the entertainment industry is satanic. But, you know, I, I go and I look at the words and like I said, talking about fallen angels and things. And I'm like, 
wow, my mom was really right about this stuff. Like they, they really do, you know, they get their, they sell their soul, they worship Satan, they get their power or they're inspired from, you know, that evil. And I try to tell my mom this stuff now. And she's like, she's like, no, they're just, she's like saying what I said 30 years ago. Like, no, they're just, that's just to be like, you know, cool and look cool for the kids or like badass. I'm like, no, mom, you had it right 30 years ago. And I'm trying to tell you that. And she just doesn't see it that way. You know, she chooses to think there's a lot more good in the world than evil. And, um, you know, God bless her for that. But I don't think she's like, I used to be, you know, like we, I used to think this world was a very physical world and I didn't realize the spirituality to it until I had some crazy things happen and, um, you know, awake, awoke to the flat earth and things like that. So yeah, I, I, um, Metallica is one of my favorite bands and I try purposely to not hear the lyrics for them because once I hear those, once I hear those words, those, you know, love of Satan and things like that, I, I, it, it turns me off. So I don't want to listen anymore. So mm. I don't want to be turned off to Metallica just yet. Oh, that's great. I, I love the album Kill Em All. Yep. Talking about it. Don't ruin it for me. Put <laughs> your breath and stuff like that. It's, it's, I, th- I think they were all, yeah. I know what you, exactly what you mean because now it's 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 dancing in my brain just like oh no please don't you know I mean yeah. I love this I mean this is my neighbor uh, no this is my uh, childhood and especially the kind of music just like Guns N' Roses Metallica ECDC Black Sabbath they were the guys uh, Motorhead that pushed me through my childhood which wasn't the nicest one but they yeah. and when Lemmy died. I can tell you right now, Tyler, and all to our listeners, I cried more when Lemmy died than when my own dad died. It had to do also with the relationship I had with my dad. But yeah. Lemmy, to me, he was my, he was the the, the father. He, he he always made sense. You know, he was this rock and roller uh, doing all this bad stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I tasted them all and I loved it. But he, he he never made and Metallica says this also in the documentary of Lemmy. He never came to the stage like totally wasted. He he never said a word that didn't make any sense. He was standing there and just doing and perform. And uh, when he wasn't at a rainbow, he was probably or in the studio or performing. That that was a, you know, that man lived and and bred uh, rock and roll music to me. Yeah. And it's cool, you know, guys like that too, that, you know, and you can see it in all walks of life, but just that like work ethic that you're talking about, you know, being passionate about something. And that's how guys like you and I are now about this type of thing. You know, it's, um, passion is a really, really cool thing. And it, it's like, I'm so happy I found this because I'm so passionate about it. I've always been someone that just cared about truth, but it was more of a you know, always like pushing my students and people in my family, like always be honest. If you mess up, own it, be honest. And, you know, just coming into this where I feel like there are so many people in the world and especially those I love and care about that don't know the truth. I it, I am just so passionate about trying to get them to see it. And that's, that's the driving force behind all the videos I make. It's, you know, I don't care about followers. I don't care about, you know, numbers. I just want people that know the truth mm. and i think you 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 so we 
how, how long are you posting now videos like like uh uh let, let's say the, the the truth or about critical thinking about yourself uh, because i saw a lot of videos that you do your you work out just like whoa man this guy is a beast <laughs> right and then all of a sudden it's more like the narrative to uh hey guys look at this what do you think right yeah. uh really probably so i would say i started my kind of awakening process in may of 23 and, and um maybe a little of april may and it wasn't really it wasn't until in my mind i was 100 sure that we weren't living on a spinning globe and that it was stationary and level. It wasn't until I was sure of that, that I started making posts, which was probably about June because, you know, like I don't, I didn't want to put my neck out there and be wrong. I have a, you know, I'm a, I'm a teacher. I didn't want to be putting out false information. I didn't want to be putting out things that people could debunk or deprove. And, you know, I have posted probably hundreds of things now. And a lot of them are opinion, but I think a lot of them, especially with flat earth are like pretty factual. And, you know, out of the hundreds of videos I post, like it's rare that I get someone that's like, well, look at it this way. See, you're wrong. And it's like, you would think if thousands of people are seeing my things, I'd get a lot more of, well, you're wrong. Look at it this way. And that's not happening because I, I do my research and I try to only put things out there that. I let you know it's my theory or like opinion, mm -hmm. or if I put it out there as fact, like really try to make sure it's fact before I risk getting fired from my job for putting out false information to kids, you know? Yeah. Uh, what do you teach on, uh, on school to your uh, kids? Um, I teach all strength and conditioning classes. So I'm in, I'm in the weight room teaching kids how to work out properly with good form and technique. So, you know, that's, well, all the posts I was making before becoming a truth, they all had to do, you know, I was passionate about my own fitness. Mm -hmm. I was passionate about teaching kids fitness. I was competed in fitness. So, you know, for years and years, my posts were all fitness based. And then, you know, I considered making a, just a separate page, but I was like, you know what? I, I want all these people who know and follow me for who I am now to see the truth. So I, I just started posting right on that same page and lost a lot of followers before I started getting a lot more followers. Yeah. That, but that, that's, that's something I can relate to. I, I have uh, several accounts. Yeah. And disorganized productions is one of them. And, and basically I posted uh, a lot of nature. When I walk in nature, I love to see the blossoms and, and mushrooms and all that stuff that comes out just like and, and clouds, uh, sunrise, sunset, something like that. Yeah. But also I have a coaching business, which, which is now going to take off right now. But then I was thinking about TikTok and Instagram. Okay, sh should I post what I normally say, just like some fun things that I post on Instagram or TikTok? It's not really related to the coaching program. I have to make something more professional, right? But right. on Disorganized Productions or Rob G. Disorganized on TikTok, there are way more followers, like over a thousand followers. Oh, oh yeah, my my I said Disorganized, oh, my telephone goes off. <laughs> That's funny. What uh, what do you coach? I um, coach people to get shit done. <laughs> well, that's what I want to do. Yeah, yeah. So that could be in uh, personal growth, where where there's struggle in life, and that could be in uh, business development. Okay. I've been um, 
more than 25 years, I've been on the road for several multinationals. Uh, I did sales, uh, sales manager. So I knew and I know a lot about all the processes in the company, uh, how to start a business. I started two businesses, uh, was involved with starting two businesses, better said. <clears throat> and in 2016, I had my first perforation and um, inflammation of my intestines. And in 2018, I had three times the same shit. <laughs> so I had to get shit done. Yeah, I remember, and, uh, I remember hearing about this now, yeah. Yeah, so uh, um, I started to write things down for myself. Yeah. You know, I got this whiteboard here right behind me where basically this is the best investment that you can do as a person or as a business. But you, can, you can write things down and make a photograph before I uh, erase everything. I can basically keep on writing and, and you know what comes in my mind. Even if we do now this podcast, you mention something like, oh yeah, I want to dig that or I want to say something, I can write it down directly. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I was writing some things down, uh, especially about the things I heard on Joe Rogan, you know, that uh, when Santos Bonacci came up with what, or uh, David Goblins came again, or Jacko, you know. Good. Yeah, yeah we got a, a crazy situation here and it's not good good we know yeah. that's not good yeah. that's good <laughs> yeah i love that i kind of stole that yesterday in my post i don't know if you saw that one but oh not yet not yet yeah but and uh so i wrote it down my own program and i don't know if you know london real yep i do from brian roche yeah i uh i participated in the business accelerator with uh with him okay. with brian rose and of course a lot of other people yeah wrote my own program and uh, well, when I was starting to to get noticed, I had um, the challenge because I don't like to look in problems. But I had the challenge to um, I was um, yeah, well, struggling with my health. I had to recover. I was getting into a bur I was I was in a burnout when I started this course, so I had to be very careful about what I did. And uh, chamber of commerce wasn't that really easy because I knew that I was going to another project from the government and stuff like that. So I quitted that. And when it was finally a little bit free and I went and started for myself, I started with this uh, coaching uh, program. You can check it out on workinprogress.site. It's in three languages available. Well, what any disclaimer here. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, but yeah, like I said, I had two channels. Um, two of them that they, they had some followers and, uh, one of them is now more professional into the coaching business. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and it's, it's also tricky. Like you said, you said, should I do that? Because it's related to, to Jim, what I do now. And now all of a sudden, you know, this topic, crazy topic about flat earth and stuff like that, how people are going to react. Yeah. I ended up going on and, um. I, you know, I made a, I just made a short post and I was like, Hey, if you're just following along because you're watching what you think is a, the train wreck and you're watching for entertainment purposes versus having an open mind and trying to look into some of these things I'm saying, I was like, kindly, please unfollow me. Like, I don't, I don't need to be your entertainment. If you're following because you're curious and, and want to learn things. And like, after I made that post, I had like half my followers pop off. So <laughs> it was, I was like, right. It it was what I thought was happening was happening. Um, so that was interesting. 
Yeah, but the, I think the, the thing is that we we are the guys that don't care about followers. It, it's cool when you follow us because we spread some some words that that you maybe relate to, or do you do you want to you know that we have some authenticity, or that we 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 have some topics that you want to know more about or want to talk about. Uh, but but we're not doing it for the money. So if, if we have thousands or ten thousand followers, we we don't make any. You know, even the lights behind me, which which are LED lights, that don't burn from that. What you know, we don't have sponsors and stuff like that. So, so um, but the funny thing is, when you deep dive into that kind of topics, first of all, the the, the, the people jump off the train, but at the next station, there are a lot of people coming in, just like holy, holy crap, yeah, you know, <laughs> and especially. When you're not only making about flat earth, uh, which is of course one of the topics of the conspiracy terror, terror, I was thinking about the word. You know, you got conspiracy therapist, you got conspiracy terrorist, you got conspiracy terrorist. Three different things. Yeah. The funny thing is, when somebody says, "Rob, you're a conspiracy conspiracy terror terrorist," that's a conspiracy, isn't it? I only thinking it. Yep. But you do a lot of other stuff. I saw uh uh what you also did was with uh and it's really blew my mind about this mountain dew, this this uh this beverage. Yeah. And there were uh that you mentioned like three flavors or something it is. Please explain. Yeah, it all goes along with predictive programming. I'm sure a lot of people know that, you know, the Simpsons do that. There's, there was so much predictive programming with 9-11 from the movie Back to the Future to the Simpsons to even WWF. They had wrestlers talking about, you know, Hulk Hogan saying, I'm going to bring down the two towers, brother, and stuff like that. So um, Mountain Dew is no different. They, I think they do some predictive programming right in their flavors of the drink they have a um a flavor that came out a couple years ago called i think maui burst or maui no maui blast so we all know what happened in maui and you know i think if you still think it's wildfires then you should probably do some research i don't i don't think uh wildfires would burn metal and cars and leave blue um blue roofs and everything blue untouched so um, there was also a flavor called Baja, confusing blast and burst, but there was a Baja one, and then there was terrible flooding in Baja, California, hmm. and then they came out with um, a Mountain Dew Pitch Black, and I think, you know, you and I have talked about it earlier, but I think, you know, there's been a lot of talk about shutting down the internet or shutting, having the electrical grid go down, and so that kind of was tying into my the snow and thinking, man, what if they if they want to pull the plug at the worst hour, it, you know, snow everybody in at least in the Midwest and Upper Northeast and in the United States, mm. and, and then make it and wait for a week. It's going to be negative twenty. It's supposed to be literally a high of and you know we're Celsius Fahrenheit, but um, I don't know what the conversion is, but it's a high of negative one here on Tuesday with wind chill and that's fahrenheit uh wind chill is like negative 30 or 40 so it's going to be blistering blistering cold so you know 
snow people in, wait till it's going to be freezing and then shut down the power and have a blackout. Mm. You know, it could be, I've heard, I've heard people talk about it. And like I said, I don't like to scare people, but I've heard people on like government official type people talking about how there was a worldwide blackout in the middle of the winter for a month, you know, there'd be a lot of people that aren't going to survive that, you know, you run out of, you run out of gas. You can't get to the store. You're snowed in the grocery store runs out of food. You don't have fresh water because the pipes are frozen. Like I don't want to spread fear, but you know, I just, you know, they've, they've done some pretty terrible things in the past and they don't really care about human life. So it's, you know, I, I'm not a, I don't want to, like I said, that's fear stuff like, yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. Like, you know, it's, Never hurts to have some extra supplies, you know. Yeah, I. You know, the, the funny thing is, I made a, a. It was a Dutch post on TikTok about. Uh, I walked in the room, just just my room, and I clicked on the light. I said, "Isn't it strange that we are so, uh, basically, thinking about this realignment? Just like that's so normal, you know. Clicking on the lights, that's normal. There's energy coming, but what if?" If there's something like uh, only, let's say it's it's not like a, a, a storm, but it's like an electro, electronic blackout. Yeah. And and it's middle of the summer. Let's say that. Because that, that happens all the time, especially in the, all, all around the world. You have this right. freezer, you have this refrigerator with your meat and with stuff like that, and you prepare it. You know, you have some soup and stuff like that, putting into there, you know, for, for oh, maybe one day I'll come home and then put it on. Uh, on the freezer or the refrigerator, but when there's no electric, everything, especially in in when it's above ten degrees, is going to be foul within one week. Yeah, that's, that's one of the things. But also, what you said makes really sense with the water supply. If there's no uh, electro, there is no way that you're going to get your heating or your air conditioning done. But also the pumps that provides you water will shut down. Exactly. And it's something not to, as you said, spread fear, but it's something to be aware of in what kind of luxury and what kind of, what's it called, um, uh, independence that we live. You know, we're, we're independent yeah. about so many things, about uh, shelter and heat. You know, it's very normal to go inside a home, click on the lights, you know, tap on the, the tap water. It's It's... It's normal. Yep. It's not normal like 50 years ago. It's not normal like 100 years ago. You have to deal with some really bad elements to stay alive. Yeah, and I don't think, you know, I I don't think a lot of people w- would be prepared for something like that. I, You know, I when I really wrapped my head around it, when the guy, the guy said something like, you know, if the power grid was shut down all over the United States for like a year, he said something like, and, you know, I'm sure it's exaggerating for fear, but he's like, like 50% of the people wouldn't make it. And, you know, I was like, what? That's nonsense. Like, but then when you really start thinking about how reliant we are on it to the point where, you know, like, where are you going to get any food after the first month? Yeah. You know, especially if you're in the city, you know, in grocery stores or, you know, it will be chaos. that's a chain reaction of it because it's like, okay, you can't pump gas because the, you need electric to pump your gas into your car, so you can't drive somewhere to get extra food. And it's like there's just like a butterfly chain reaction effect that 
when you really think about it, it just makes you have this realization that you should have it in the back of your mind that that could yeah. be something in your lifetime that could happen. Absolutely. I'm, I'm yeah. absolutely 100% agree with you. And even if you have some crops outside, it's like, okay, I can rely on my own food supply. Okay, yeah. for how long? And it's not like a lot of people are thinking, oh, I'm going to make my own crops and stuff like that. But it's not like uh, that That when the shit comes down and hits the fan, that you are ready already. Because it's going to take some time to get some fruits and to get some vegetables out of the ground. It's not like, oh, I'm going to plant them and without two or three weeks they pop out, especially now in the winter. Right. right. You know, and that's, that's something, um, it is all something that, uh, that, that, um, that I was uh, aware of quite some time. Yeah. That's why I don't eat like a normal person like three times a day because I know that when I take coconut oil or olive oil, stuff like that, I, it burns fat and not uh, sugar. So I can rely longer in it. It's, it's like having a, a fire with oak and not with spruce. You know, spruce yeah. is just like fiery fire, but within five or 10 minutes, it's gone. With the, I'm right there with you. I've done uh, like coconut oil fast, where all I've had for like two days is coconut oil, just mm. to like cleanse the system. Sorry, and I, I didn't mean to interrupt you there. No, please go on, go on. Um, and yeah, and like so, getting back to that kind of is even if you have a mental plan for this stuff. Like for me, I haven't really prepped anything, but luckily I live on a fresh source of water, and there's a lot of animals in my neighborhood fox world chipmunks raccoons like i've at least thought about where i could get some food and some fresh water but you know i haven't done much i've bought a few extra canned goods but you know people in cities like make a mental plan like what what would i do if shit hit the fan so you're not in chaos trying to have a calm brain to figure things out like just make think about it what would you do i think that's like at least something everyone should do. And, you know, like I stress it over and over again. I'm not trying to fear monger, but I think it's a good thing to have in the back of your mind. Yeah. I, I always have a dugout back with me. So my rucksack, which I always take with me, there are some things like this uh, emergency blankets. There's a knife. Uh, yeah. There's a mask in it. Not that I'm going to use it, but, you know, you don't know. Uh, yeah. Some matches, stuff like that. And, um, I live in a very dense part of the world. I mean, it's like 300 by 285 kilometers, our country with 18 million people. Oh, wow. Uh, probably where we're living here, exactly yeah. in Tri-State City, and I'm in the bloody middle of it. <laughs> <laughs> so when I cross border to Germany, like in 10 minutes, there's um, uh, the Ruhrbot. And the Ruhrbot, there's a, uh, uh, a lot of steel and a lot of... Uh, coal mines that were like the brown coal uh groups uh groups is a very uh, uh familiar uh, uh metal company there are 18 million people living in this square meter like a square kilometer just like 25 maybe 50 yeah wow and and i'm in the middle of it so wow. there are like 50 million people and that's crazy already you know so yeah. when I was searching on food and there are not the forces that we know like you have in America, right. um, we will not be the only ones that are going to hunt for a squirrel or for, uh, you know, something to eat. Yeah. <laughs> huh. 
So the, the thing is, when you realize that and when you're going to take other um, perception of of, uh, of eating food, like I said, with the oil, um, probably I could live on a bag of uh, real nuts like walnuts and hazelnut and stuff like that for quite some time. Yeah. With this canned fish, you know, there's a lot of omega-3 in it and a lot of fat. Yeah. I could live for a few days. But when you're familiar to having three, di- three meals a day, yeah. you're going to have a really bad time. Yeah, for sure. That That's... And I, yeah, I'm, I'm right there with you. I, I fast a lot and I, you know, I, I eat one or two meals and, um, like I said, I've done the coconut oil fast. It's amazing how much that can tame your hunger, just a spoonful of coconut oil. You know, I, when I first started fasting, it was tough, you know, it'd be on my brain. I'd be hungry. I could fast 36 hours now and not even be hungry because my body's adapted to fasting and it's just like you're saying, if you're used to eating three square meals a day with snacks in between, man, you're, and then all of a sudden it's cut off or you're on a food shortage, you're, you're going to have some problems with oh, yeah. mental, mental and physical probably. Yeah. And one of the things that I did when I do the fasting stuff, um, it's, it's quite easy for me now, but it's yeah. just, it's just something that you can wrap your head around. If you're, if you're a listener and you've never been into fasting, Take your last meal like six o'clock in the evening, right? That's normal for us. Then continue without eating until you you need this 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 snack. Like normal people have, you know, they're watching some television and stuff like that, and they wanna wanna get them a snack. Go to bed. Go directly to bed. What happens then is uh, your metabolism is gonna start up and stuff like that, and you will be in the fasting cycle for the times that you sleep. And when you wake up, it's allowed to have some tea, but the most, well, for me, the most important thing to do in the morning is eat my salt. And not yeah. table salt, but like Celtic sea salt or some some real high mineral salt, like 27 to 29 minerals minimum. Because your body needs that. First of all, when you sleep, you will be sweating. That's normal. So the first thing you do is put the salt in your mouth, rinse it a little bit, and your brain is going to tell your body that your cells have to get open to get all these minerals. When you take a sip of water then, the water will really go to inside of your cells and the salt will be taken up. There are a lot of people that work out. They drink a lot of water, like two liters of water, they go to the toilet all day, and that means the, they are dehydrating because the water is not going to get into the body and stays into the body. What I did when I was going to work, I was trying to get it until 12 o'clock. So what, what basically happens, 6 o'clock, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24. That's a 7 do I spell it? 18-hour fast already. Yeah. What I did when I was getting hungry at midday, I would start to walk to get my clear mind and to get some fresh air. What happens then is that your 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 lungs are going to be filled with fresh air and your your cells are going to be 
having fresh air and, and the good stuff. So then you can take it to three o'clock and then you almost have 24 hours fast because you only need three hours. Yep. And it's amazing that sometimes probably you can say that also to the listeners, when you do the first time fasting is it's, it's quite hard. You feel tired, you feel hungry, but you got this kip over this flip over point where all of a sudden you got this boost of energy. Yep. 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 And, um, I love it now to the point, and not only is it boosted energy, but I feel so, it's like the smartest I feel like your, your cognition is just like on point and it's so good that, you know, usually I don't want to eat. Cause I'm like, as soon as I eat, this is going to go away a little bit. I'm going to feel like a little bit more sluggish. I'm not going to feel as on point mentally. And a lot of it has to do with what you eat to break your fast. Um, but yeah, I, I love it. Like it is, I feel the smartest and the most energetic towards the end of a fast. And that probably isn't the case at the beginning because you're not used to it. But once you're, it's like you're firing on all cylinders. And um, I'm going to definitely, you know, I, before I go to bed, I'll drink some water with a little bit of salt, like you said, but I've never done that in the morning where put the salt in your mouth first. Cause that kind of gets the brain firing up and the body ready. I, I like that. I'm going to steal that from you. Um, one other thing I wanted to add just, you know, cause it's a really good topic, but um, with fasting, um, your body will always, and this isn't as much for you, but for the people listening, but your body will always prioritize digestion. So if you have food in the system, your body's going to prioritize breaking down that food, digesting it, using it for energy. And when you fast for men, it's around 16 hours. And for women, it's around 14 or 15 hours when you fast and you fast for that long, your body goes into something called autophagy which is basically it stops prioritizing digestion and it will start prioritizing killing off bad cells, repairing bad cells. So it's like one of the best things for fighting cancer and Alzheimer's is letting your body get to that point where it's fighting the bad stuff in your system instead of always just working on digesting food and processing alcohol and things like that. So it is, um, you know, it is one of the life hacks I try to tell everybody. It's like, the two things I really try to preach to people that are the easiest things in the world that can really improve your life are fasting and taping your mouth while you sleep. And people will probably think, now everything I said just went out the window and they're going to think I'm crazy because I said that. But it is, um, I used to get sick all the time because I was a mouth breather, especially at night. And as soon as I stopped mouth breathing and started taping my mouth, my sinuses cleared up because your nose and your sinuses are like a muscle the more you use them the clearer they get so if you're not into fasting or mouth taping while you sleep highly recommend it from the fittest fat earther <laughs> oh good stuff good stuff yeah i i uh always or often say to people when i uh, uh say goodbye i say ah and one thing keep breathing you know and then i walk away and i hope that people will realize what i meant with that because everybody would say yeah, but I do that already. But then you notice, wait a minute. It's something that you can get a hold on. Just like we, we, we talked before, like Wim Hof. Mm -hmm. If I would say to, to uh, especially also you, when you do the Wim Hof breathing, uh, I have like one and a half or maybe two minutes that I don't breathe. What? You're going to die. No, you're not going to die. And I do the cold shower. You do that too? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, and it's yeah. 
You do it before or after a workout? I do it. Well, so I used to be really into it. I used to be really into the Wim Hof breathing and really into the cold showers and uh, the cold lake. Like I've, I've the guy that's like dug out a hole in my lake and got in like in the ice. Um, real Wim Hof. Yeah. But it's funny. It ties into me to the truther stuff is I've always been the guy doing things ahead of the curve that people look at me like I'm crazy. Like I was into Wim Hof like 10 years ago and doing the breathing and getting in Lake Michigan when it's 20 degrees in January and people are just like, you're insane. What is wrong with you? Fast forward five years and all the people that were calling me insane are doing it. They're like, oh, this is I'm like, I'm like, yeah, you thought I was crazy back then. And then the mouth tape, everyone, I was mouth, I've been mouth taping for years. People are like, you're crazy. You're insane. And then all of a sudden, you know, you look on Instagram and different things and they're advertising like hostage tape everywhere. And it's like normalized now. And I'm like, eventually when I'm talking about flat earth, just like everything else in my life, five years from now, you're going to be like, oh, he wasn't crazy. And it's like, mm. people just, and you know, like I'm not an arrogant guy. I'm pretty modest, but like, sometimes I just want to be like, if you would just listen to me now, instead of waiting five years, you'll be ahead of the game too. Yeah. And it's not only about flat earth. Just like you said, it's, it's like some, um, some consciousness that opens up about who are we, what are we capable of and how can we, make the best version of ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I use flat earth as like that exact thing. It encompasses all of me because when I realized that, I realized the other stuff, like how powerful we are, how great God is and how this place is created. And, you know, I use it, flat earth as the catch-all, but 100% what you said. Mm, mm. And um, let, let me see what I all be written down. Oh, yeah. Uh, we haven't touched base on that one. The NASA. <laughs> okay, you made some great videos also about the SpaceX about it's a holograph that glitching. Yeah, and that that was one of the things that I didn't saw before. I knew that there was uh, more going on, but no one ever pointed out so, you know, hide in plain sight. This is going on, people. And if you look at the videos that Tyler made, Flat Earther, uh, Fittest Flat Earther uh, on, on Instagram and on TikTok probably too. Yep. You see some videos and make up your own mind, but there's something going on that they not tell you. And probably it's like uh, Project Blue Beam, you know, did they, they holograph something into into something and the funny thing is when you pointed out one of the videos i think it was about the space x when when it's exploding mm -hmm. there are these people in the in the um on the front road it just like basically were hanging out you know something is yeah. exploding <laughs> a <Yeah>. few miles <laughs> away and you were just like oh yeah i'm checking on my telephone and stuff like that yeah probably exploding so close and big that you would feel the heat from it. And they're just like, oh yeah, okay. It's unbelievable. It's, so, yeah. I, so I think, you know, just talking about, I I need to do another one. I haven't, and I haven't done a NASA or SpaceX video in a minute, but I, I love doing those. I think it's where I started to get like a little bit of a following because I, I feel like I was finding things that I hadn't, I hadn't seen either, but you know, I think they send up real rockets. There are some that are real rockets. I don't think they go to space. I think they go up and go into the Bermuda Triangle or something. So I think there's real rockets that don't go to space. 
I think there are balloon rockets that are giant helium balloons made to look like a rocket. I think there are holograms that, you know, they'll, I think they use the holograms, in my opinion, um, more for SpaceX when they're coming back. And if anyone's ever seen a SpaceX rocket that comes down and lands perfectly upright, I don't think that's actually happened. I think when they show that it's a hologram or it's CGI, you know, and you're only seeing it on the videos or on the computer. Mm. So I think that those are ways they're fool. They're trying to fool people. And then I think a, a last way, or there's probably more that I haven't caught, but a last one is they'll film a real rocket going up and then they'll just reverse the footage. So it makes it look like that rock, that SpaceX rocket that went up. Now they're just reversing the footage. So it looks like it's landing and they'll add the CGI smoke in. So they're doing a lot of different ways. And like you said, I think one of the reasons they're using holograms to do it is to test out is this, are these NASA hologram rockets fooling people? Mm-hmm. Are there millions of people saying, Hey, that's a hologram or does this look real enough where we can use this exact technology for something like project blue beam oh, and we're not going to, yeah. And we're not going to have millions of people just being like, no, that's a hologram. It's going to fool people like the NASA rockets do. I was thinking about, uh, I was listening to uh, an episode or several episodes of Crow triple seven. Uh, yeah. He made some great content and he's been uh, looking through his telescope like 20 or 30 years. He, he did some great stuff. And he said, I'm 100% sure that rockets are not going to space. Yeah. And I was thinking, just like a minor thought, we always uh, uh, wanted to say, let us come to Antarctica and show you that it's, uh, uh, you know, what, what's happening behind that? Is there land and stuff like that? But I was thinking about, there's something we can do right now. Going to the Bermuda Triangle... Or Cape Canaveral, where, the, where where you know where the ruckus would probably land, yeah, uh, have an echo of that uh, of that uh, bottom of the sea. If there are piling up rockets, then there's the the first proof. Hey NASA, you're a lying bastard, and what you did with our money, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. It's cheaper yeah. than going to Antarctica because I think it's like $30,000 for a ticket to go to the, to the little tiny Schwabenland. Yeah, what yeah. Deception. And they have that technology too. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know, they have that technology where you don't even need to go all the way down there. I think that's what, you know, that's what happened with that submarine that was going down to explore the Titanic is they, were, they weren't going all the way down. They were going down and doing some sort of imaging where you could get like a full exact kind of, you know, 3D image of what the Titanic was looking like, how its shape it was in. And I think that's part of the reason that they had that submarine implode is to scare people away from going to do that because they were going to find some truth about the Titanic and that it didn't hit an iceberg. And I think, you know, yeah, let's go to Bermuda Triangle and go get those 3D images and, you know, say what, what the F. It's something like, as I told you before, you can open up every goddamn door, but don't go through that door because there's 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 fear and 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 stuff will will go on. Okay, what's behind that door? And I think it's quite easy with uh with the community that we're living, seeking for the truth, especially 
uh, looking for the, the stuff that NASA does. And I don't think that uh, the Bermuda Triangle is lined up with all these marine ships. Probably now they're they're going through there. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah, that, that's something. And that's the that's the funny thing. I was talking to Snake, which also connected us, right? Good, uh, good, good guy. Thank you. Yeah, I love that guy, man. Um, yeah, we were talking about so many things and. Uh, the funny thing is that if you talk to the people in this community, just like you, I was talking to David Weiss the other week and uh, Mark Sargent, uh, Dario. Uh, I had so so many really intriguing, good guests, Raul and Alex, of course, uh, yeah, uh, Jessica. Yeah. And they're all coming up, uh, a lot of new great guests. The the, the fascinating thing is you talk to people, to, to real souls that are aware of something that want to dig deep into it because it's their interest and they want to know more about. It's not that, that, that hollow, uh, that small talk, you know? Yes. You saw it sort of. Yeah. Just uh, you yeah. saw about the, the, the new player from the Chicago. Yeah. So. Have you seen Flat Earth? <laughs> Have you seen all the yeah. things that are lined up and make up your own sense, of course? Have you seen that NASA has satanic numbers and everything, and so does your government? And it's like, this is the stuff that I don't get it. You know, like, I know I'm built a certain way, and you're built a certain way, and not everyone's built like us, but I just don't, I can't understand not wanting to know truth. Like, my ultimate goal in my life is to have nothing but truth. I don't want any lies. I don't want to believe in anything that's not true or as close to truth as possible. And some people just don't care. Some people just like, let me keep the blinders on because I don't want to think too much or I don't want to expose some evil. Like, let me just stay like this and mm. I'm okay with that. And I, I just don't get that. Like that, that doesn't compute in the way I'm built and probably in the way you're built too, you know? No. And it's the same thing that they say, Oh, what you going to do about it? Well, if I'm not the first one who makes the first step, nothing is going to happen. But guess what? I got a podcast. Yeah. I got a podcast with you now, Tyler. I have a podcast uh, running running like like two months right now. People are speaking out about their opinion, about their perspective, about their belief system, or uh, you know, think about this, and 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 then you spread the word and. Basically, everyone with an internet connection could get into the disorganized productions and and get some uh, so, some real conversations and, and and dig into that stuff uh, because they may, maybe they know about it or want to know more about it or they say oh that's interesting instead of saying oh what you going to do about it well spread the word you know talk about people yeah. it's just like. Uh, well, I think there's no reverence in the in the Bible that God said, make a church. The church is that you you talk about God and spread the word of God with other people. You know, spreading the word. That's it. That talking about it. What's your opinion on this? And what's your opinion about that? that? That's that's a dialogue that we should all have together instead of, hey, it was raining cats and dogs today. Yeah. Yeah. And then. Yeah. I, my beer. <laughs> my, you know, speaking of Bible verses, and I, but not 
perfect at quoting them, so I'll paraphrase, but one of my absolute favorites is Ephesians 5.11, which is, take no part in the fruitlessness of evil, rather expose it. And that's like, you know, that's what I feel like I'm just trying to do is just expose the evil. And touching on, you know, what you said of about people saying, what are you going to do about it? I, you know, I was talking to my brother-in-law a little bit about some of this stuff, but not too deep. And he's like, I don't get it. Like, who cares? Well, like, why does it matter if the earth is flat? Why does it matter if we are being lied to? What are you going to do about it? And I'm like, I'm going to change the freaking world. That's what I'm going to do about it. I'm going <laughs> to, and I didn't know at the time, but like, you know, like I'm making posts that are getting 500,000 views and it's like, I think I'm doing something about it. Yeah. So yeah, you can take your narrow-minded view and that can be you. That's not how I am. I'm going to do something about it. Yeah, that, that's the thing. And, and if it's going to relate to your own, um, to your own good consciousness, like I'm doing things that uh, have to be done and if somebody likes it or relates to it, perfect. If they don't, perfect too. But I, I can sit around and uh, let me say, just basically drink uh, sniff, smoke, and and jerk off all the time, and 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 spend time on Earth, and and you, you know just do nothing about it. When when something is is in my head, I want to be creative and put things out or talk to people. You know, you, that's an energy, that passion where you talked about this burning ambition, yeah, that desire to, hey, come on, guys, wake the fuck up. You know what's, yeah. can't you see what's happening, and um. The funny thing is, and that's what George Hobbs always tells, um, if you go to your coffee corner in, at work at your colleagues and you talk about 9-11 and everybody has uh, their opinion about that or uh, about the facts, uh, you know, all that kinds of stuff. But when you bring a flat earth, oh, you must be a lunatic. You must be an idiot. Well, try yeah. to get a dialogue. You know, why do you think I'm a lunatic? That's, that's the thing that I, I don't understand that either. It's like, okay, you might not agree with me, but aren't you curious to know why I think this way? Because I'm curious to know why you think your way instead of just you're an idiot. You know, it's uh, it's it's maddening sometimes that people are just so close-minded like that. Yeah, and they don't know where to live in. You know, they don't. They, they say to you, "I disagree." But they don't know what their own model, whatever that will be, if it's going to be flat earth or 9-11 or what, what kind of critical thinking they should put on, they they don't know what they're defending. That's that's the worst part for me, that they don't know what they're defending. I, if somebody would come up with something to me and I wouldn't know anything about it, I would say, okay, that's fascinating, but I don't, I don't know anything about it, so let me dive into it first. Before I got to make an opinion, which is very subjective, I want to be objective about the things that you say. So let me dig into some stuff, uh, do some homework, and I'll come back to you later. That That's a normal train of thought for me. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> <laughs> and it, you know, it's, um, you know, you mentioned going to people and having conversations and people being open to things like the moon landing and 9-11 and I'm coming from a place where no one even, no one knows 9-11 wasn't what it was. No one knows, you know, very few people know that the vaccine was a pandemic. Very few people know that we didn't land on the moon. Like, I'm coming from a wealthy north of Chicago suburb where people are just, you know, 
they came from a good area. So they think there's no way they were deceived. They have the best education. So it's like, I think I've been fighting. I mean, we all fight tough battles, but I feel like my battle with the people that I know in my like circle has been like, no one's ever experienced. I feel like, cause you know, George will always say it feels like a lot of people are waking up. A lot of people woke up because of vaccine. I'm like, I'm not seeing that at all. Nobody's waking up around me. Like nobody. So it's, it's been a tough road, but you know, um, I just met a lot of awesome people and I've always been someone that like, I'm, I was bullied as a kid. So I think I've always had a little bit of a guard and a shell and, um, it's been, I'm slow to let people in. And once you're in, like you're in, I trust you. And like, you're my guys or, or girls. And, um, but for whatever reason, you know, I feel like in such a short amount of time, I've, I've got those people in this community, you know, people like Raul and Alex and Josh Monday, like, and even George, like people that I would like go to battle for already. And I've only known them a few months, but it's just like that bond of, I get where you're coming from. We share the same type of passion. Like you care about truth and good and God. And it's like, let's go to war together. It's, it's been such a faster development of a good relationship. And I'm sure like after this, you and I are probably going to be the same way. Mm -hmm. You know, we've always, we've already chatted a little, but like every podcast I've gone on, then it's like, man, I formed that relationship and it's, it's just so cool. And it, you know, I feel so much more open than I used to be to allow people in because I know, the people I'm allowing in just have like good hearts and have good intentions, you know? Mm. Oh yeah, absolutely. And that, that, that's what I said before. It, it feels like, um, the, the new friendships that I have right now, they're more connected to me in, in some kind of way than, than my really closest friends. And that, that really upsets me sometimes, but it feels also that, okay, there is something going on that, um, that the creator showed me there are people, if you speak out your thing, which is for the most people, oh, oh my God, what's, what, what the hell is he talking about? It, it resonates with some people that you really need, that you can really talk to. If it's going to be Raul, where I spend hours with, or Alex, or Snake, or just like you, or Adrian, or, or whatever, you know, you have some really good conversations about really things that... Um, you can, you can wrap your head around, right? Yeah. That makes sense to you in some kind of way. And um, that, that's, that's, that's also, with famous things comes also trolls. Oh, you yeah. made a great video about that, about the, <laughs> what, what was this, Globy Globe? Cloud. Oh, uh, <laughs> I, I don't even want to say his name. And no, I don't want anyone to be able to go look. Something Globy... Yeah, yeah, troll, troll. We we'll call him troll. We don't give him any yeah. platform at all. Troll. Exactly. <laughs> well, that's, you know, that's something I didn't realize at first because when I first started posting on Flat Earth, especially, man, I was getting just attacked left and right, just like bam, 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 bam. And um, then I started looking into it. And what I really realized is there are, there is 1000% artificial intelligence troll bots that are programmed to, as soon as you post something on flat earth, be the first five people on there. So that if any normal people go and look, they're like, Oh, look at all these people calling this clown an idiot. I'm not going to even look at it. So it's like, it exists like crazy. And you know, most of the negative comments I get, I'll click on it and it'll be like, Oh, this 
this guy has zero followers and has posted 33 times or he follows 66 people. You know, it's like, I, it's almost gotten, I've almost gotten so good at it as I'll go to click a username and I'll be like, I bet they have, you know, 66 posts and I'll click and it'll be like, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And the same thing about the, the globy, the globy loser guy. He, uh, I called him out or I, I shared with a buddy. I was like, you ever notice how he follows 666 people? And he's like, no, I never did. And then I called the guy out on it. And a day or two later, he had 668 he was following. And then he started, you know, making posts, made one or two posts trying to actually, no, he didn't even make a post about me. Cause I don't, like I said, I don't think I give people a lot of good ammo cause I'm pretty thorough in my research, mm-hmm. but he made some comments about my stuff. And I was like, oh, I see you changed your uh, 666 people to 668. I was like, I'm on to you. He wanted to debate me. And I'm like, dude, I'm on, I'm, I'm too smart for you. Not, not on the level of like, I'll beat you in a in a debate, but I'm too smart. Like, I know what you're about. I know yeah. you probably, the earth is flat. And I know that you're a paid deceiver and you, you know what I know. So I'm not going to debate you. Like if you were an, a genuine person who really thought that earth was a globe and wanted to debate me, I would do that, but you're not that you're a deceiver. And then we got in, you know, we chatted a little and he's like, you know what? I'm going to put my, he's like, just for you, I want to put my followers back at 666. So he's back at following 666 people. I'm like, yeah, I, I know what you're about. You don't fool me. Yeah. I, I was talking to, uh, to David Wise and uh, Mark Sargent also about that because, they, of course, these guys had a, a shitload of critics uh, all over them. And uh, I, I know that I was looking into flat earth and stuff like that. That that it just came across on YouTube. If you if you type it in right now in YouTube, you you see ten times like exactly as you say. These people are retards, and this is why. Yeah, debunking, debunking, debunking. But they're not debunking. They're just talking small talk, and, and they're lying too. Like they're putting things out there that we don't even believe. You know, hmm. like the first yeah. twenty things are just lies and. I'm proof it's a lie because I don't believe that, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And that, that's, that's, that's the thing, you know, if you, and I have a, well, not a problem with that, but I think it's very fascinating that, um, you could open up every door and just look at it. Just like if you're looking at, into uh Netflix, what you want to have, you know, comedy, that's that door horror. That's that door. Ooh, ooh, that's not my door. Uh, romantic films, uh, war, you know, you can go every, every path, but there's one door, don't open it. Okay, fine. You know, maybe, maybe some hidden eggs or stuff like that or hidden content. Perfect. But now they say, oh yeah, we had, we had this, this, this walking path with these 25 doors, but they're, uh, well, there are only 17. You can only go to that one because the other ones are closed. I can make up my own mind. I'm I'm 50 years old. I, I, it's not like I'm I'm an idiot or or uh, spreading fear or or a terrorist or stuff like that. And you know, it's it's not like that. I can have a normal conversation with myself, and and the the, the things that I do is being good to other people, spread love. I mean, yep. that's all I can do. And of course, I was a different person before. I had this thing going on with me in test times. I was a bitter, angry young man that, uh, you know, when something popped up on, uh, on Facebook, I just had my subjective, uh, opinion ready. Oh, fuck them. Or go to war, blah, blah, blah. You know, st- stuff like that. Yeah. And it didn't yeah. make any sense. And now 
I'm quite balanced. I, I love my life. I go outside. I do uh, the breathing. I do my cold showers. I w- love to walk in nature. I should do more. Um, and we all notice. Yeah, there are, I, I noticed that there are four things. You know, you got your emotional, you got your physics, you got your spiritual, and you got uh, emotional and spiritual and, and uh, mental health. You, yeah. you, the, the thing that, that you need to do is to find a good balance. And I know where I screw up, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I know what I was working out much more like two years ago than I do now. I had more on my head. I do, do some things to, to, to get my money, to, to get the lights going on and stuff like that, to pay the rent. Um, and, and I know where to work on. And I got a course, of course, that's going to sponsor me, going to help me to to get into that uh, stuff. Yeah. It's, it's something that um, what I see is that a lot of people are physically doing the things, you know, going to the gym. But the rest of that, you know, emotional, mental, and and, and uh, spiritual, none. Just none. Or you got yeah. as spiri-weary, as, uh, as I would say, completely spiritual, but the rest, none. Yeah. You got to find this balance, this fine-tuning of life so you can say, hey, wow, I'm grounded, I'm physically okay, you know, emotional, that there's not much that's going to bring me down. And uh, you guess what? Um Spiritual, I know that there's a, a good connection between me and that what there is. That, right. You know, as you said, that to to dive in or to connect to the uh, to the database of knowledge. If you're on that point, you have a great process already. Yeah, I, you know, I'm guilty of what you're saying. I, I don't think as much now, but you know, rewind a year ago. I was all about the mental and the physical and I I just didn't even know that there was the spiritual to tackle, you know? So I was like, it was hidden from me my whole life. I think intentionally, you know, I think that's why they create things like evolution and the globe and dinosaurs and the big bang. It's to hide the fact that we came from a creator and that, you know, we're all connected to that source. And I didn't know that, you know? So like, if you don't know that, it's hard to work on it. And now that I know that, man, I work on it like crazy. And so like, I've got the mental game, I got the physical game, and now I have that spiritual game. And um, it's added, like you said, like I was balanced before, but I was missing. I was balanced, but missing something. Mm. And then I woke up to everything and lost my balance completely because it just flipped my world upside down. And, And now I'm getting back to that place where other than some just some still frustration with my immediate family, my brothers and my mom, just them still not understanding where I'm coming from and me wanting them to like, I'm feeling that balance again, but now I've added that spiritual element to it. So it's really cool. And it just like, I think it's just going to keep growing and getting better as time goes on, you know? So it's, Mm. it's, uh, it's awesome. It just gives me a totally fresh, unique look at the world. And, you know, even to the point where, like I'm not, I used to be afraid of flying, definitely afraid of flying. And I'm not anymore because I know there's a creator in this place and we're here for a purpose. You know, we're not just some accident. And when I die, I'm not going to just be buried in the ground for eternity. Mm-hmm. I'm then an eternal soul. So it's, uh, it's been quite the ride this past year for sure. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Are there any topics you want to touch base on? Because time is running fast when, 
I don't have any time. I don't believe in yeah. the time system. <laughs> no, you know what? The one thing I do want to say, just because I did spend a good amount of tier or time um, talking about the blackout and things like that, and I just want to emphasize not to fear. You know, I this is a cool thing. I think in the Bible that it's mentioned 365 times in the Bible not to fear, and Having a mental awareness and some mental preparation, still don't fear. You know, God's got us. If you look to God and um, just have love in your heart and you're not fearing, then you're going to be all right no matter what. So I just wanted to kind of mention that. And just because I talked too much about fear, I wanted to end with that a little bit. Oh, that's cool. I got 10 questions for you, Tyler, which uh, uh, I always ask my my podcast uh, guests. Um, unfortunately, the last podcast I did with Jessica, I forgot about it, but oh. I put it up again. So I got 10 questions for my guest. <laughs> Are you ready for them? Oh, I'm ready. All right. So the, the first one is, uh, what's your favorite color? I'm a big fan of teal. My Jeep, I've got a teal Jeep Wrangler and it's, uh, it just reminds me, I'm a big water guy. I love the water. So it reminds me of the water. My house is painted. Yeah, I saw the wall. Yeah, yeah. you can see it right here. Well, um, so teal and purple. I like purple a lot too. Okay, cool. Yeah. What's your favorite music? I would say, you know, it used to be rock, like ACDC, Metallica. I'm more of a country guy now, which used to hate country, but now something like Luke Combs, um, I can enjoy some country. Hmm. Today is country. I'm not a big fan of the old country. Okay. Favorite uh, film or series? I am a big fan of both the books and the movies of The Lord of the Rings, which I always thought was fantasy. Now I'm thinking it's more reality. I'm thinking there were giants here. There were dragons here. King Solomon had a magic ring that could summon demons. I, I think there's some... Jared Tolkien was trying to tell us some things in those movies and books. Mm, good one. Wow. What's your favorite book? Oh, you just answered that one. Yeah, Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. Okay. What's your favorite uh, uh, drink? Favorite drink? Um, I drink a lot of coconut water. I'd go with coconut water. Mm, good one. Yeah. Favorite food? Pizza. All right. Uh, what kind of clothing you wear? The it's your most favorite to wear. Oh man, I'm just uh, I teach in PE clothes. I'm in gym clothes all the time. Just you know, give me a t-shirt and some shorts, and I'm I'm rocking you. Yep. All right. What's your favorite uh, holiday destination? Actually, it's. Um, my honeymoon and or my wife and I spent our honeymoon in Lahaina. That was, you know, wow. literally that was literally our favorite place in the flat level plane. And uh, so that that hit kind of hard. We've been there multiple times, and uh, that that was it, man. That was my favorite place. Wow. Yeah. Huh. What's your favorite quote, Tyler? Favorite quote. I'm, I'm going to, um, hmm, 
Come back to that one. Give me a minute to think. Okay. Okay. <laughs> well, here's another tough I'll one. I'll run them through my mind. Oh, okay. great. Another tough one. <laughs> what's uh, what's your life motto? Uh, you know what? I think I'm, you know, I don't have any eloquent way of, or eloquent way of putting it, but I think just be kind, be truthful, be respectful of everyone and, uh, you know, have love in your heart. Oh, that's a good one. So about, about, uh, your last name, Hansen, yeah. is that German or Dutch? Because it's, uh, it's quite a familiar name here. Yeah. Um, Hansen, you know, from where I stand and what I've been told from, you know, my father and things like that, Hansen, H-A-N-S-E-N is where we've got a lot of Norwegian blood. Mm. Um, but I also know Hansen, H-A-N-S-O-N is very Danish. Mm. So, um, yeah, I, I've been told Norwegian. I know, um, that's supposedly where that name comes from. Yeah, Scandinavian, I think. What yeah, you mentioned. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yep, Scandinavian yep. makes makes really sense. Yeah. Yep. Hanson. Hanson, yep. Hanson. Son of Han. <laughs> Son of Han, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh we we you could think about it for like two two minutes probably. But um if you don't have one, it's 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 cool too. We can we can well, we can no, you know what? I got one that I like. I just don't, I can't think of the exact wording of it, but it's something to the effect of, um, do today what others won't. So tomorrow you can do what others can't. Wow. Wow. That's yeah. a nice one too. Thanks. Yeah. I had a blast talking to you, Tyler. Right back at you, my friend. And you know what? I did want to, I, one thing I forgot that I just wanted to thank you for is, I listened to you talking to David Weiss um, to that episode, and I just heard you guys mention me a few times. So I just appreciate the love, my friend. Oh, man. I think that's one of the greatest things about the community that we're in. Oh. Uh, that's one of the uh, the greatest thing. Um, we we take each other to the shoulder, and, uh, you know, if, if there's some topic that uh, that you want to talk about, there's always somebody listening to your train of thought. There's always somebody who gives you some good advice about stuff like that. And I think we are we are here to support each other. And it's a it's 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 a real big community thing. It's it's like the community you have with uh, friends and and family in in the first place. Normally, um, there's this another place that's that's very uh, upcoming right now. Is the the truthers or critical thinkers uh, community, um, which you 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 can have really support, but that comes also with supporting each other about the truth uh, that they spell out and about the things that they do, the creative minds that, that make uh, videos, podcasts, and stuff like that. You got to shout out because that, then the community is going to be denser and, and we'll have more people to dig into. And uh, I know that... Uh, David Weiss was also telling uh, on a podcast about the dogs that he thought, oh man, this guy is bonanza. He's talking uh -huh. about dogs, but then he just also said, wow, there is a good point about that. And yeah. it's... Uh, I gotta hear that. I haven't heard that one. I'll have to look for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Please do. Please do. Um, so tell, tell the listeners where they can find you or contact you, Tyler. 
And, um, and then I think it's a good time to wrap it up because otherwise I'm going to make a marathon, which I'm used to normally. <laughs> yeah. Um, on Instagram, I am fittest underscore flat underscore earther. On TikTok, I am fittest flat earther, just all one word, no spaces. And then I did just start a YouTube page, which is fittest flat earther again. Um, I don't have anything new on there yet. I've just kind of split over some of my TikTok and Instagram videos over there, but I'm thinking of maybe doing some longer videos. Um, so I will have that. And then you can, if you have an interest in emailing me, it's just Tyler Hansen, 33. Ignore the 33. I've had that since I was like, <laughs> well, I did do that one. <laughs> yeah. I just had all, that's, I had three brothers. It was just, ignore that. But Tyler Hansen, H-A-N-S-E-N, 33 at yahoo.com. If anyone feels like shooting me an email, I'm happy to respond. Yeah, and I will I will put uh, them links in the show description. Okay. Thank you for uh, for having your time and your energy going on here on uh, this podcast of Disorganized Productions, Tyler. I thank you so much for having me. I you know that was great. I just had a great way to start my day. Ah, great, great. And uh, we we definitely going to have contact, uh, and, and we're gonna we're gonna message each other a little bit more. And uh, pro probably I'm gonna gonna ask you for another uh, episode because. You know, things are going to be very fast, just like the time is running out uh, on this podcast. But you feel like some acceleration about all the things that be going on, especially now. Today, this morning, I heard from my girlfriend who came back from a graveyard shift that they found some T-Rex bones. So I said, okay, I'm ready for that story. I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Out, well, please. <laughs> So probably when you're going to pop up your uh, Yahoo on the news, they found a T-Rex. Okay, show oh, them the skull, baby. <laughs> yeah, let's see that. <laughs> but, Can't uh, wait. Yeah, great talking to you. Uh, love too. love from me to you, to your family. Right, right back uh, at you. Yeah, and uh, for all you listen, for all these, uh, all your listeners, uh, wherever you are in this beautiful plain planet, have a good morning, a good day, or a good night. Peace, my friend. wasn't always right and he can't fulfill my dreams never running for all my life with the devil on my heels he wasn't always right and couldn't fulfill my dreams he's pain in the ass black as night God show me light and hold me tight I've been running for all my life With the devil on my heels He wasn't always right And doesn't fulfill my dreams God showed me the light Please hold me tight I've been running for all my life With the devil on my heels He wasn't always right Fulfill my dreams I've been running for all my life With the devil on my heels He wasn't always right And couldn't fulfill my dreams He's a pain